Always entertaining. All right. One of our guests today is our uh, vice mayor of Palm Coast, Ed Danko. And you said you have something. Go ahead. The views expressed in the so-called reality editorial that you just heard do not necessarily reflect the views of WNZF Radio or Flagler Broadcasting, and they certainly do not reflect the views of myself, Ed Danko, Vice Mayor of Palm Coast and candidate for Flagler County Commissioner. They are solely the views of a left-wing liberal socialist, blame America first, opinionated blogger. Wow. Well, good morning, Ed Danko. Good morning. Are you in a good mood today? I'm in a great mood today. (laughs) All right. Welcome to Free For All Friday. I'm David Ayers, Brian McMillan, co-host in Under The Wire. We're going to dock you five minutes. (laughs) I saw you come flying in the door. As usual. (laughs) Anyway, we have a good show. We're not going to do one next week, if that's okay with you, because it's after Thanksgiving. So we're going to kind of, we may go a little long today. But um, we've got some uh, great guests in here. Wanted to uh, introduce uh, Bill Gallagher. He is here with the uh, Florida Solar Industries Association, also a talk show host here and owner of SolarFit. So we're going to talk about those pesky, annoying peddlers that have been uh, coming all around town here and knocking on doors. And uh, uh, so we're going to talk about that. Also, our commander, uh, Mike Lutz, with the Flagler County Sheriff's Department, giving us a heads up on some of the scams and things to look out for. And there's some very professional people that are good at conning you and out of things that you can't even think about. So we appreciate you coming on this morning. Thank you. All right. So anyway, um, so let's start off with, uh, you know, some it's holiday season. Everybody's got their, you know, money out and charity in their heart and wanting to give and um, and make a difference and everything. And uh, that sets people up to be scammed most definitely i mean but shouldn't we be that way (sighs) yes it is the holiday season charities go up obviously people donate a lot more uh if you'd like to donate locally is always really good but if you've donated in the past and everything was fine you can use the same uh charities that you donate to but you have to be very careful because you're going to get inundated with Request for cash for donations. You can check if the charity is legitimate. You can go to uh, Charity Navigator or even the IRS tax-exempt organization and do a search there, and they can tell you if it's a legitimate charity. Is that where you know, one of them, they, they talk about how the administrative fees, like what percent of what you actually give goes to the cause? Because there are charities with huge they're legitimate charities, which have up to 80% administrative fees on anything that you donate. Yeah, that means every dollar you get, 80% goes to them and not to the people in need. Yeah. If you see an organization that donates over 90, that donates 90% of what they get in to what they're uh, getting money for, the people, veterans, homeless, whatever they're doing, that's a good charity. All right. What are some good local charities? Because I do like local charities where it stays here in Flagler County. And I'm very big on the Humane Society. Humane Society, Absolutely. that's a good one. All Great right. one. Brian, any any charities locally here that you like? Um, well, I, I'm a big fan of Christmas Come True. You know, Nadine King trying to make, make a difference for people, mm-hmm. for a lot of families. Okay. Hey, we're going to talk. charity? Yeah. It, yeah, they are, and they, and they stay here locally. shop with a cop with the sheriff's office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Humane Society, as a matter of fact, on the 2nd at 3 p.m., 
sheriff's offices helping out the Humane Society do fundraisers for the animals inside well, for beds and things like that. Just, just remember, your best friend is waiting for you that's in a right. shelter. That's right. That's right. So I, I, I have a feeling the Grinch and maybe McGruff the Crime Dog is going to be there, yeah. too. The okay, well, and Bill Gallagher, what kind of local charities do you favor? Well, you know, I like the Race to Stop Suicide, Dave. I think mm-hmm. it's a very worthy cause. And I Yeah, and the holiday season is suicide peaks with, you know, people. That. Yeah, that's really now, horrible. Now, Flagler Live is not a charity. Just remember that, even though it is a well, 401c, whatever. 501c3. It 501c3. Is, it is a charity. It's a nonprofit helping our community. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should make a donation, Ed. I should absolutely. Actually, the safest place to make a donation. I won't make a shameless plug. Yes, I will. Uh, is to go to my website, votedanko.com, and click on that donation. Is that, non, is that a nonprofit? A hundred percent of your donations actually go <laughs> to Ed to my Danko. Campaign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're a hundred percent. Wow. That goes to the cause. Is that the definition of the charity? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but you're right. Race to stop suicide. That's another good one that we both support. That one. Yeah. And um, yeah, so anyway, so check it out before you do. All right. Well, there's other people on the streets we're going to talk about the door knockers that i don't know if i can say they're uh, scamming but it it surely is not a wise thing to do in my opinion to buy solar from some kids that have just been dropped into town bill, bill Geller is going to tell us a bit about that as we, we come on but let's go back to um you know like the old art i was amazed at pickpockets i always thought <laughs> that is an art you know i i i can't help but um you know admire the thieves yeah Yeah. i mean how okay so is pickpocketing still a of course it is a profession i've got your wallet right here (laughs) (laughs) yes it's out there and that's why we recommend not to carry a lot of cash during the holiday season especially when you're shopping Mm -hmm. you know you have to be very careful with that and people coming up to you or they're distracting you especially seniors in the supermarket or in the store you'll have one person getting your attention while the other person comes up from behind and goes into the person. So especially in the holidays, don't, don't shake holidays. hands with anyone. Don't talk to any strangers. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that far, but be but careful who you talk to, especially with your hands full of packages and, you know, paying with a lot of cash. But they I'd are kind of like the careful. gypsies that, you know, roll through town and they hit thing. And they're like, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. have a distraction, like you said. I remember on the news that... They'll come in and they're very good at distracting and then and, and doing it. And you would never know that you just got taken until they're long gone. Until you want to go use that credit card and that's gone and mm-hmm. all the cash in your wallet's gone. What about skimmers? Are they on? Um, you know, you hear about that at gas stations where. Uh, I haven't heard that lately, but we've had our, our uh, we've been attacked here in the past even when you don't put the card in but you just scan it It, it, they have scanners on top of it skimmers on top of it and then when you do it your card will actually work but those skimmers will record everything that's on that card so when they stick it into the atm correct there's an easy way to feel that out well that's yeah you can just play with it if it comes off there but they're really not you don't see a lot of that anymore actually they're getting especially at the gas pumps they're getting into the gas pumps, and they're actually putting the device on the inside, so you never see it. And then they just download it via Bluetooth. I mean, and these, I, you know, you wonder why don't they just get a regular job if they're that smart and that motivated? <laughs> well, they make a lot of money, unfortunately. You know, okay. if you use, the, if you're going to use a gas pump, use it where it's in the view of the the uh, cash register inside mm-hmm. the cashier. Try not to use the end 
uh, lane if possible. Or just go inside. Use your card or pay cash inside. All right. All right. Or what other things? What are, what, are, what are some that you, that Mike, that have kind of hit you like, you know, that is, um, stands out in your mind as a <laughs> rip off a scam, a con? Well, right now, the big one, uh, one of the big ones, there's a lot, unfortunately, is the romance scam. We've got a few people in Flagler County that have been hit, and it's been hit. Uh, it's big nationally. FBI, not too long ago, actually put out a national uh, <clears throat> uh, alert on it because it was number one for a while, that people are developing relationships via the computer and phones, cell phones and such, and they talk to people halfway around the world, and they develop a relationship. And it becomes a romantic relationship. And then all of a sudden they're sending them money because they want to get a plane ticket to come here and they surprisingly never come or medical bills or stuff like that. And because you have this relationship, you keep sending money. So it's an emotion, right? Oh, so they, they have play somebody, on your emotions, your feelings. Like the, oh, yes. like uh, here would be an example with like Bill Gallagher. You're such a good looking guy, you know, and uh, you know I can't believe that uh, all of that. And they tell you all the different things. Would you fall for that? Yeah, that's not the first time you've told me that. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little uneasy here. <laughs> I was trying to make you feel uneasy. So, yeah. so what if it's your own child who keeps saying, please give me money, please that, please pay for this a, bill? That's a whole nother issue. Scam? Yeah. That's a whole nother issue. Does that count that, as a scam? That's no. one of the oldest since time. <laughs> that's called so. salesmanship. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it happens but, to men and women. But, so. but the, yeah, right. I mean, because what they're doing is they can... Heartstrings. They... Right. They, they tell you emotional needs that you're not getting in your real life, and they'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Especially to, uh, with seniors mm-hmm. who are alone now, and then they develop a relationship, and they're looking for companionship, and then they just play on those emotions. Okay. I, I just want to let anyone out there know that who wants to do that to me, I'm cheap as hell. You're not getting a penny out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the puppy one, I remember that one, it was uh, years ago, where, t- talk about the pup, because Danko, you're a big dog fan and everything, but, but this go. is a real heart, heartless scam. You're right, if you, if you want to buy a puppy through the internet, because puppies are not cheap. You get a purebred puppy. There was this German Shepherd for a long time. It's probably been sold to, I don't know how many thousands of people, that same dog. It's just a picture. I know the detective in Flagler Beach uh, got a case, and now it's gone statewide that that same dog has been sold, and you're going to buy it. I just gave a scams and fraud presentation over at First Baptist in Palm Coast, and a woman raised her hand that she got scammed that Mm -hmm. way looking for a puppy and you're going to send them money and then they're going to ship the dog. And then of course it's not enough money or the crates damaged or you have to pay some fees at the airport and you keep sending the money. Eventually you don't even realize you're spending, you're sending them money more than the dog's worth and you never get the dog. And you just keep when, sending money, and they don't stop until you stop. Because you're money. emotionally attached. to Oh, this, you're already this attached. Dog. To well, it. you know, I mean, yep. when you go, like when you got your dog, I have two dogs, and and it's like you would do anything for them. And once you kind of feel mm-hmm. like you're, you know, that you look into their eyes, and it's like, oh my god, I've got to have this, and you're done. You know, oh, there are plenty of puppies and kittens at uh, the Humane Society. You don't need to buy one online. Yeah. And, and they'll those look usually at are the best dogs. They, they are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they'll look at you with those sad eyes where you got to 
Take it home, and, and you know what you got right there. You can cash and carry at the uh, Humane Society. Absolutely. Right. So what? Um, give us kind of an overall, we're going to talk about door-to-door peddlers here next, but give us, um, uh, Commander Lutz, some advice on red flags because they're good yes. at, at us not raising red flags. That's, That's they right. get around them. So what are some real red flags that we ought to have front of mind on things? What I, what I tell everybody is when you get a one of those texts or emails especially when you see it before you do anything take a breath look at it read it look for the grammar bad grammar it's bad if they're asking for money always bad but if they're asking for you to pay for something or give something if with a gift card that's a red flag nobody pays bills with gift cards so as soon as they ask for a gift card, it's a scam. What's been going locally, it's happened locally and, and nationwide is that they want you to, when you're going to get send money for whatever the reason, whatever the scam, they want you to convert it into cryptocurrency. As soon as they say that, it's a scam. You know, if they, you, you'll get, you'll get a, a call from the IRS or from somebody that you've owed your taxes, pay with a gift card, pay with a, a cryptocurrency, have you ever paid your taxes with a gift card? You always, if you have to pay, you have to pay with a check. Okay? It's the same now as it was 10 years ago. But they're asking for gift cards, red flags, crypto, red flags. You just have to look at some of these things, especially the grammar, the urgency. You have to do it right now. Or the, uh, like the IRS would call you and say, we're going to come and arrest you because you owe taxes. That's not how the law enforcement does it. We're not telling you we're coming to come <laughs> if we are. So that's a red flag right there. All right. Um, so that's good. If And also cell phone calls. I mean, you know, it's like my wife gets them all the time because mm-hmm. she's probably more of a sucker than I am for things. But she just hits on there. I'm on my way, you know, <laughs> and you know, but it's like we can't sit there watching TV without her phone ringing like three. she goes, oh, another scam. And another scam. So, so what scam. I what I do with my and I have an iPhone. I don't know if you can do this on Android or not, but you don't ring through unless you're in my contacts. So if you're not in my contacts, you go straight to voicemail. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and usually the scammers just hang up. Um, so, so that works on an iPhone. Another thing I've learned recently with, uh, we, we've gotten like at the observer, we've gotten some fake mm-hmm. Facebook accounts that tell us like, oh, you've actually violated this policy and you know, your, your account's going to be frozen. And, and there's tons of these things that come our way that really there's nothing wrong with what anything, what we're doing. And then you, you see that, and I, I, I Googled a few of them <clears throat> and it, it's like sometimes it looks very official, mm-hmm. but instead of like an O, there might be a Correct. zero. Correct. And like they 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 play around with some of the lettering, and um, anyway, that's kind of scary because it's very oh, yeah. easy to to think that you're getting some official communication, but someone can set up a fake account so easily. So easily, cut and paste from any of these organizations. Look, especially with emails. The same email you're getting may have an extra dot in it, and it's completely different. Or, and it looks really official from whatever company you're dealing with, and it's not. And now what they can do is that if you never click on an attachment, especially if you don't know where it's coming from. But if you go click here for this, it can be 
covered up. It's it looks like it's an official from Sam's Club or the IRS or whatever, but it's actually the actual place where it's going is hidden. You can't see. Well, it. What you do is you hover over the fake sort of mm-hmm. email address, and then you reveal what the email. What eventually address it'll is. pop up, mm. and, and that's something you want to look different. at because they make them. They look so perfect, you know, like from whatever company, yep. Sam's Club or Costco or the Observer even. Um, and you just hover over that email address and oh, you'll definitely. see it's... No, the Observer is always safe. Yeah. So. And any of these places, <laughs> if, if you actually start communicating with them, they start asking for personal information, that's a red flag. I mean, I actually got an email from, it looked like it was from the FRS, Retirement System of Florida. And I was like, and as soon as I looked at it, I said, "Oh, FRS, no problem." But then I actually read it and saw some of these things. To go, this doesn't make sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it was a scam. So, if in doubt, don't do it. You're av- you're under no obligation nope. to respond or even waste your time doing anything. You don't know and, where it's coming from. And to me, it. if it's a phone call, I don't know. It's just let. It, if it doesn't go to voicemail, forget about it. Well, I used Correct. to before I set up my phone to just go to voicemail. If I didn't know the number, I used to answer those calls and I would play along with them and and you know talk for three or four minutes till we got to the point of where they wanted my credit card. And I would say, well, it's it's out in my car. Let me just set the phone down. I'll go get it. And then I would just leave the phone sitting there until they hung up. It's amazing how long some of these people will stay there waiting for that credit card number. And I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> it was kind of fun. It's <laughs> kind of cruel, you know, you know yeah, for one thing. Yeah, especially yeah. around the holidays. But um, I, you know, I get, I get it. But I don't recommend even communicating with these people. If you know, yeah. it's that just hang up because you'd be surprised. These people are professionals. They're very good. And as they talk, you might be surprised how much information you give them, and you don't even realize you're giving sure, it to sure. them. You know, so, um, and, and one other quick thing. Think about this, too, because, you know, um, for the most part, I believe everybody is very are nice people. They believe what they believe, and they have, you know, goodness in their heart. But these companies, my son years ago, when he was a teenager, his first job was a telemarketing company selling timeshares. All right. And... They train. He really believed that what he was saying, because they had lied to him. So he was, you know, he did great. He sold all kinds of timeshares to people because he really believed in, in his heart that he was, you know, hey, yeah, you're going to get this and everything to it. So he wasn't scamming people because, well, he was, but he believed that he was helping people on the phone with it. And I think that's true with a lot of um, the people that, that even we're going to talk about door-to-door people that are banging on the door. So, how you, okay, you can protect yourself from a phone call, from an online, from a text or something. But what about when they're at your door at 9 o'clock at night? Um, is, it, uh, is it allowed? Is it legal? In Palm Coast, we're going to talk with Barbara Grossman. She is the code compliance officer, and uh, Ed Danko, our vice mayor, is working on an ordinance right now to we are. help uh, make our lives easier and maybe keep these people from... Uh, uh, scamming us here. Bill Gallagher is here with the uh, Florida Solar Industries Association. We're going to talk about the damage done from people that get their arm twisted and buy one of these solar systems. We'll be right back. You know what I like about people who drive Mercedes? They have an appreciation for quality. Hi, I'm Andy from Autohassel Palm Coast. If it has anything to do with Mercedes-Benz, we can do it. From maintenance and basic services to major repairs. 
If you or somebody you know owns a Mercedes-Benz, I would love for you to be my customer. I'm Andy. I'm in the Hargrove Lane Industrial Park. You'll find me. Everybody else has. Or call me anytime. 585-4785. Auto House, Palm Coast. It's lumpy. It's bumpy. And your driveway is dumpy. Call R.D. and Sons Paving. They've been paving since 1959. Driveways, walkways, stone and gravel. Repairs, too. They beat competitor prices. R.D. and Sons Paving. 386-302-3406. So you're ready to list it? We're ready to sell it. This is Sam Perkovich, broker owner of Parkside Realty Group. Stop by our office in town center or call us at 302-0300. Visit us online at parksiderealtygroup.net. Woolsey Morcom Attorneys at Law is here. Insurance companies say we're too aggressive. We say thank you for the compliment. I'm Josh Woolsey. Car crash, personal injury, call us first. Offices Jacksonville and now Palm Coast. WoolseyMorcom.com. It's new, the Palm Coast Report. Your number one source for all local news, all in one place. Palm Coast Report, local news you can trust. Truth meter verified. Follow on Facebook or online at palmcoastreport.com. 9.30. Now, finally, we have some uh, good weather coming up here. If you're listening on the podcast on the weekend, it's already here. And um, this afternoon, it's supposed to be sunny, but gosh, I feel like we've lived in Seattle here this week. It's, uh, it is depressed. I get depressed. I really do. It's like, okay, you know, one day, okay, two, but then you get three or four. Doesn't it, Brian? Is it? It's a little gloomy. Is it? Uh, a little gloomy. I don't know how people do it out in Oregon and, and uh, <laughs> in the Midwest, but they love that. They, they don't like the sun, so I'm glad they're there and we're here. Right, Ed? Absolutely. They wouldn't vote for you anyway. If they they were. probably wouldn't. Nah, <laughs> it's too left coast for my taste. Uh, so I'm not worried about that. Well, let's talk about, um, We're if you just tuned in, by the way, thank you. I'm David Ayers. Our guest this morning, Bill Gallagher with the Florida Solar Industries Association. Also our commander, Mike Lutz, who is with the Flagler County Sheriff's Department. Community outreach. So you go out and talk to the different clubs and organizations about things, right? Oh, yes. Correct. Yeah. And you like doing that? Oh, I love it. Okay, because a lot of cops, they don't like that kind of thing. No, they'd yeah. rather be outside chasing the bad guys, running mm-hmm. down the street, and I did a lot of that in my career. Over that, right. But right now, a lot of these crimes, especially with scams and things like that, you're not going to arrest your way out of it. Education is the key, because you've actually realized that the number of people, even though it's a tremendous amount, the number of people getting scammed is, are going down, but the amount of money is going up. It's in the billions in this country hmm. for, through scams. Wow. So the scammers yeah. don't work for cheap anymore. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. We were talking about the door-to-door, and I've had many knock on my door, and almost all of them are solar kids, and they are. They're, they're young. They've hardly any identity. They got a hat, maybe a logo on a shirt or something. But Happened um, to me Ed, two Ed weeks Danko. ago. Okay, and Ed Danko, our vice mayor here, Brian McMillan in the studio, finished the introductions. So you were saying... Two that- weeks ago, knock on my door. It's 9 p.m. in the evening. I open the door, and there's two kids, two young ladies, trying to push solar on me. And I mean, I literally did what I suggest all of you do, uh, when it, especially when it's that late. That's way too late to be knocking on doors. It's just say, no, thank you, and close the door. I wouldn't Lock even open it. the door. And really? <laughs> well, hey, well, there's I the sheriff's department yeah. saying, why? Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. But you never know. It could be a neighbor or something, you know, 
you never know who could be there. So, yeah. so the, I, well, let's talk about window. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about yeah. that because I do too. My wife goes, don't open the door. And I'm like, ah, I open well, the door. Well, it's not a state law that says if someone knocks on your door, you have to open it. Well, that's true. That's true. And you really don't know. And again, they're probably trying to sell you stuff you don't need now, what, anyway. What is, is there a time limit on like, I mean, to me, I thought 9 p.m. was a little unreasonable for somebody trying to sell something. I think well, it's that's very when, unreasonable. That's when we put out our 9 o'clock uh, routine to lock all your doors mm -hmm. and your car doors and mm -hmm. stuff like that now, to keep everything safe. I do want people to know I am knocking on doors for my campaign, and I am. And when I leave here and the weather clears up, I'll be out of there again today. Not at 9 uh, o'clock. But not No, I stop, I stop before 5 p.m. because people get home. You know, they need to take care of their kids. So what do you do? Or, you know. Ed Danko here, open up. Yeah, pretty much, yes. David Ayers <laughs> sent me. <laughs> he says you're a friend. So, all right. Well, well, okay, so we're not obligated to open the door at all no. to anybody. You can just shout through the door, go away. Or, go away or, if you have uh, you want you have uh, paperwork or brochures. Just leave it right there. I'll take a look at it later. Yeah. D no solicitation signs. No solicitation signs. I see signs those, work. and I never yeah. knock on a door that... That has a no solicitation. But they're very so, persistent, too. They so, will mm -hmm. knock and knock and knock again, ring the doorbell, and then they'll go to the neighbor, and then they'll come back and knock again. Mm -hmm. I mean, so mm -hmm. anyway, all right. I have a neighbor who has a sign-up that says no solicitation unless you're a child with chocolate. That's so weird. We have, sold, we have sold chocolate to that neighbor. True. My, True. my uh, you know, fundraising. All right. Um, let's go up. Hey, Barbara Grossman, good morning. Good morning. How are you? All right, great. Uh, Barbara is code and code compliance for in enforcement for the city of Palm Coast, and I don't know. You've been listening at all to what we're talking about with door-to-door with -door peddlers in Palm Coast. Yes, I have, and I also have Michael, who um, um, gets the solicitation licenses. So I have him in here to speak with questions, also. All right. Okay. So, is what they're doing like? Uh, you know, our vice mayor just said they knock on his door at nine o'clock. Is that person within the law? No, they're not. Uh, you know, they, we do have a state statute, Florida statute five hundred one point zero two two. And we do have our city uh, ordinance, which is based off that statute. Um, there are rules and regulations. They, the hours of solicitation, first of all, you need a solicitation license to be issued. So right right there, you need a solicitation license to go door to door. Um, they're supposed to follow the rules where if you have a no solicitation sign, they're not supposed to uh, go up to your door. Uh, and the hours of solicitation are 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, are, so are these okay? So here's a this, these two girls, two kids came to uh, Danko's door, um, and they violated the law. Is that a criminal act? Could uh, could you he call the cops on them? Yes, it is. It's a first degree misdemeanor. Uh, the city can regulate any solicitor that has a valid solicitation license. We can, if they if there's a violation made, we can suspend. Uh, the license, we can revoke the license, we can take some action to, to the solicitors that have the actual solicitation license. The ones that are doing it illegally that don't have a license, that is up to the local law enforcement to, to handle. We, we don't handle that, or if the homeowner feels threatened, or this aggressiveness of these uh, people at the door to solicitors, um, you know, we would advise them to call the sheriff's department. The non-emergency number for the sheriff's department to make a complaint. Okay, all right, so um, Commander Lutz, I'm sure you don't like getting a call that, um, hey, there's a peddler at my door. Well, it's, we're here for the community, and the reason why 
it's a low crime area is because that we will respond to that and handle that. So the peddler could actually be somebody scoping out your house, Correct. too. So, all right, so it's a suspicious person. Correct. Yeah. Like a lot of the people that came to your door, they're not going to be the ones that are going to actually install the solar. Right. They're just signing people up for the other company to come visit. So those people, did they do background checks on them? Probably not. Probably not. But one of the things we've been talking about at City Hall is changing some stuff in our ordinance so that we do some sort of background check. We don't want child molesters knocking on Correct. our door. We don't want people with a felony background. You know, exactly. We want we want our citizens to know that the people that we do approve to go door knocking have been checked. What if what if a Democrat Hello? thinks that you're a suspicious person when you knock on the door? I don't Ed? knock on Democrats' doors. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I have an app that tells me where all the Republicans live. Why would I waste my time doing that, Brian? <laughs> so a um, uh, question here to the uh, Department of Code Compliance in Palm Coast with Barbara and Mike. Um, what's it take to get a license? So say mm-hmm. I am from Utah and I want to come here and sell people uh a bill of goods door to door. What do I have to do to get a license? So here's our process. So you you come into the business tax office. You fill out an application. Um, there is a background check, and we're changing our ordinance to follow the state statute. Uh, you will be going to the uh, sheriff's department to get fingerprinted. FDLE will run the background check, forward that background check back to the uh, business tax office where it be approved or denied. Um, if it's approval, they're going to get a badge, go door to door, and it lasts for uh, one year from the date of issuance. If it's denied, they will be notified in writing and by a phone call, and then there's an appeal process if they wish to appeal. Commander Lutz. Yeah, I mean, I think it was last year or so that uh, someone was selling security systems door to door. I believe it was in the P section where the deputies checked because somebody called, checked out with them, and he actually had a warrant for a very serious crime out of Texas. And we shipped him back to Texas. And he was coming door to door. So what would we, uh, Barbara, Mike, what um, we, uh, all right, so they they knock on the door, you know, looks like like, uh, with uh, Ed here was a couple of, you know, nice girls, I'm sure, on a mission. Um, what should they have, or and what should they do? Are they obligated? Shouldn't they show that to us first, or do we well, ask for it? Well, it, 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 they should have it around they their neck, okay? They should show it. And what's happening, our last read for our ordinance is December 5th, okay? And that where is where we're going to have them have a lanyard, and we are going to supply them. They are going to give us two passport pictures, and the one passport picture will be going on the badge, the badge will say solicitor, and uh, if they don't have that, if they if they don't have that, then you don't want to talk to them. Uh, it don't you don't want the excuse to say no? I forgot it in the car. Well, if you forgot it in the car, go get it. If you forgot it at home, no, I'm not interested. Uh, if there is a no solicitation sign on the property, then they shouldn't be on the property at all. So it would be wouldn't be rude to say, hey, hold up that lanyard. I want to take your picture. That sounds like a great idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, now I'm sure somebody can make a fake ID and put it mm-hmm. around their neck and just hold it up very quickly or not well, even hold trying, it up. We're trying we're trying to make it difficult to do that with what we're putting on the badge. I mean, I guess if somebody wants anybody can do anything, sure. they can get a passport uh, if they wanted to to make it up, you know, but we're trying to make it a little more difficult so it is not so easy to duplicate something. Okay. All right. Um 
So I guess, uh, and there's a new ordinance, right, that you guys are working on right now. How would that change? How would it make it better? Sounds like it's a pretty good ordinance right now. What, what's uh, missing? So that, this is the new ordinance that we're speaking to you. It's already oh. gone to workshop. It's already gone to first read, and it's going to second read, which is um, on the 5th, December 5th. And this is the new of what we're going to require of the solicitors. And right. I have and no doubt we're going to have a unanimous vote for this new ordinance. Okay. We're all on board with this. All right. So right now I'm an out-of-state uh, solar company, and we're going to have Bill Gallagher explain how they go about doing this and why they target Palm Coast. Um, so how are they... They, how how are they notified that this is the law, or you know, how do you chase them out of town? I guess. Well, as it stands right now, is the the sheriff's department is signing off on the um, background check. But now, what we're changing is that the, the solicitor will be coming into the city of Palm Coast, filling out the uh, application, going over to the sheriff's department, paying the five dollars for the fingerprinting. Going through the CAPS, which is a part of FDLE, which is 6450, I think, and then coming back. So there is the guarantee that the background check has been done thoroughly. And once it's been done and everything has been approved, then we would issue them, instead of a piece of paper, which is what they get now, which is their license, they would get a, um, a uh, badge with a lanyard, which they would be using to go that well, to the resident. We also try to educate the companies that come into the city. Um, sometimes they don't know what the law is or the ordinance. So if we do um, get a call uh, from a resident and we check our database and, and we find that that company doesn't have any solicitors that are licensed, uh, I will make or somebody from our office will make a call to that company to educate them, let them know anybody going door to door needs to come in to obtain a solicitation license. So can on the Palm Coast um, Connect or whatever, the website, can I go there and say, all right, I'm thinking about some guy came to my door selling me solar. Can I go there to look and see if that company is in fact listed and has a uh, soliciting license? We're currently working with IT to try to get that on that um, on our website somehow. All right. Okay. All right. Well, sounds like good. We got to move on. We're running out of time. Uh, Barbara, always good. You're always a good guest on here. Anyway, you're the you're the you're the tough one that comes out and slaps notices on people's garage doors, right? She's mean. She's just have, absolutely mean. <laughs> okay. And we love having her. She does a good and job. I've been doing it for thirty years, so uh-huh. I, I love Palm Coast and I, I like the way it looks, and I want to keep it safe for our community. And I do work uh, closely with Mister. Uh, Michael Lutz. Yes, we do. All right, good. All right, well, hey, we got to go. Thank you so much. Appreciate being on Free For All Friday this morning. And um, and also, Mike, keep up the good work and uh, have a good Thanksgiving. You also. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. All right, Bill Gallagher. Enter Bill Gallagher here, who is, uh, you were president of the Florida Solar Industries Association, and this is a big problem to, we have a lot of, lo- you're a local solar company, we've got Wayne's and another one or two, but um, but you guys are here, you live here, you pay taxes here, you work hard, you service stuff, so what's happening, um, and that's, you know, so just tell us the story. Okay, first of all, I want to thank Barbara and Mike for following through on this. I wish every municipality in Florida had that initiative moving forward. Uh, uh, Obviously, we've been here 48 years. We've got 23,000 customers, and to this day, we've never knocked on a door. And the reason we don't knock on a door is there are other ways to 
market your product. Uh, WNCF, The Observer, all these people are here with um, vehicles, if you will, to be able to market the product. You don't have to knock on the door. Nothing wrong with that, I guess, but it's just not something we do. From an in industry standpoint, we're seeing a lot of bad actors, if you will, um, sometimes coming from out of town, sometimes renting homes, renting vehicles, dropping multiple people off to knock on doors. And uh, as was discussed, they're not really there to sell you anything per se. They're there to get a referral, to sell that referral to another solar company, which typically would be out of town, out of state. And the issue with that is if you're if you're a homeowner in Palm Coast or anybody in Florida and, and you like the idea of solar, and who wouldn't, right? Who wouldn't like the idea of solar? You really do your due diligence research. And my recommendation is to try to invest locally so that the money stays right here, but by all means, research that company. Uh, if they have a physical address, go to the physical address, ask to speak to the owner, ask to speak to the managers or stuff like that so that you know that if you make your investment, you've got someone that's going to come back to service. It. It's, a, it's an issue. So what's so bad about it? Okay, here's some nice people. They, you know, hey, the governor will pay, for, you know, for it. You get it. We install I mean, they, they whatever. And um, and it gets installed, right? Or or maybe not. Well, the issue is uh, I'm not a big uh, proponent of subcontracting. Okay, now that flies in the face of a lot of businesses, but we just don't do that. The people work for our company, work for our company. They come up every day, show up. We service everything that we install. If you, for some reason, elect to deal with a company that's out of state that only sells a product and you have an issue, there's no maintenance to it, and no one's going to adopt that. In other words, you've got a, an orphan system that doesn't work, but you can't get the company in wherever state to come back. Uh, it's just an alert. You know, we, we need to, to come back to what we do. Uh, our business is a family business. I started it in 1975. It has a lineage that will go on to our family. We love the solar industry. We love helping people. We don't want to see it destroyed. So when Mike and Barb are talking about, you know, making some teeth into this it needs to be strong i love the idea of somebody knocking your door and say hey great nice to see you let me take a picture of you great hope you're legal wait a minute <laughs> you know what that will scare the bejesus out of people and i also like the idea of having you know maybe it's the building department right you're going to get a permit for the building department your xyz solar company and you look them up and say hey wait a minute i don't see any uh proper licenses here if you're a, if you're a consumer you need to ask for copies of their insurance uh if they come on your product property and someone's hurt there's a whole bunch of things having said that being local here in palm coast for all these years if you've run into a situation where you've got a problem say the system's put in and it's not working right we will help you out if you call us we'll help you we're, we're, we can't save everybody, but we can save people from making decisions and try to cure them. So you're getting calls from people who need service from a solar system oh, yeah. they bought from somebody that's not really here. Okay, so in, in, in our, my particular role, I am the ethics chairman for the Florida Solar Energy Industry Association. So every call that comes into our association lands on my desk. I, I talk to people in Miami, I talk to them in Tampa, whatever. My job is to try to place them with a legitimate company. So Florida Solar Energy Interest Association, FLOSIA, has strict ethics, right? So if you belong to that, which I highly recommend you purchase from a company that belongs to if you belong, you have to adhere to these ethics. If not, there's severe consequences. You're eliminated from 
from the area, and you're kind of chastised, right? I, I'm a big proponent. If you do something wrong, you should do the time for doing something wrong, right? <laughs> I agree. Put your picture, I agree with that one. <laughs> put, put your picture somewhere yeah. where it's prominent yeah. so that people can see that you're a bad actor. I mean, it's such a, it's a, you're talking thousands of dollars. This is not, you know, buying candy bars door to door. This is something where they're, you're, they're affecting the structure of your house and, and all that. So I, I can't believe that people would sign up for something to a lot. Have you had them door to door? You well, I've been I've been over here, you know, loosening my necktie, sweating because we actually have solar on our house by this kind of same process. But let me tell you my experience with it. It was door to door, somebody coming by and telling telling us the deal, and it was like two or three different companies that come by, and I'm like, well, they're asking me a question. Do you want solar on your house? I'm like, well, actually, yes, I do want solar on my house. Um, but, and so, you know, we're going through kind of cautiously and, and, uh, you know, we, we do like a consultation and all these things. And it's like, there are these tax credits, you know, that, that exist and it all does make sense. But my experience was the next time that, you know, there was, there was an installer, it, w- it was, it's another subcontractor. And then there's a different company that had the, had a charge of it. And I was always sort of like 85% um, pleased, you know, never really like, but this wasn't, this didn't actually, it's not exactly the full, uh, coverage of my house that I needed it. And it's sort of like, well, you're the one who signed it, you know? And then it's like, now, now I've got these panels on my roof and it does, it did lower my bill. Um, but I don't really know, like even who I would call if there was a problem. Now, Brian, like, there do, are, you know what I'm saying? So. I do have this bridge in Brooklyn. I'd like really? you to take a look at. Can I take a look at that? Yeah, yeah. It's got. Do a you have any oceanfront it? property? Yes, in Arizona? I got that too in okay. Arizona. Absolutely. Now, I did so, want to tell um, you, Brian. You did ask if I knocked on Democratic doors last election. <laughs> I did knock on a door where the couple, the re- the husband was a Republican, the wife was a Democrat. Within one minute, they were fighting with each other, and I just left. And you're slowly backing away. <laughs> Um, but, well, but I do feel like, you know, but I mean, if, here, if I were to start it over again, I would totally rather have like, it's a local company. Mm-hmm. I know who's going to come back to me. I know mm-hmm. who's going to whatever. And like, if I needed, I don't know if you do repairs or anything. My, my system is working fine. But, um, if you do, like, I would much rather talk to you about it than try to track down which company sold it to which company, which, which one has my contract. You know what I'm Thank saying? Thank you, Brian. Yeah. I'll be right over. It's, uh, <laughs> hopefully no, not, but, hopefully never, but hopefully you know, never. well, I mean, because I mean, well, that's a good, and I appreciate you yeah. admitting that because, you know, it's kind of like, eh, you know, here we are talking about how we, you know, and, and you're like, I see you loosening your tie, like <laughs> gulp. Um, but you know, you're a good guy, you're a smart guy and everything. And, um, you know, and, and so why not? So that's why we're having the show here today yeah. to, to really add caution to what you do. And first of all, make sure that the person is licensed and should legally even be at your door. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be the first thing. I, one guy, he knocked on the door. He goes, he goes, oh, no, I'm not sorry. He goes, can I uh, take a look out back and see if you qualify? You know, if your roof faces the right way and all that. And I'm like, no. And then I'm no. thinking like, oh, what a, you know, yeah, why don't you walk through the house and see if, uh, you know. Um, but um, but they're, they're good at what they do. Yeah. They're very convincing. And the fact is, I have solar panels on my, I mean, they weren't a scam company. Yeah. It's just like, who do you really want to deal with? You know, mm-hmm. and and um, it, it 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 is it's tough. Like you want to in today's world, you know, anything that is online could be scammed. Like it's possible, and so it it is kind of scary out there. And especially 
you know, th this is an older population that maybe it does feels even less comfortable with a lot of things online and they're being preyed upon. And it's, it's, it's really a horrible situation. Yeah, can I add one more thing? Here? Of course. Uh, and, and Brian, you brought up an important point. If you, if you're going to invest in something and you can physically drive to someone's office and see a brick and mortar building and see all the people there, that's huge. Cause you know, you have something to go back to. The other thing is a majority of our people are employees from Palm Coast. Mm -hmm. So when you invest with a local company, that money stays in our community. It, it helps them take care of their family. It goes to the grocery stores. That's, that's the all I've got to say whole, about that. The we, whole recirculation. We, we, call, yeah. we call it be local, buy local. Be local, right. buy local. I love it. Hey, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and uh, kind of transition into Christmas, right? We're taking all the Halloween stuff up, up top and bringing down the Christmas stuff. And I like, I love the holiday season and Thanksgiving and you know, we live in such a great place to not even have to travel. I see all the news of the airport and, and all that. I'm like, why would you want to go anywhere? Just uh, hang out here in Palm Coast and Flagler County. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Uh, we've got a uh, awesome, the largest uh, lighted boat parade in the state. And we're going to talk with Sarah Eulis here. We want you to come out and see that as well. And uh, we'll be right back on Free For All Friday. Absolutely, Palm Coast is blessed to have a company like this. Owners that care about not only about the community, but they care about hiring within Palm Coast and providing um, nice salaries for those that live here. And they, they really, truly invest back within. It's lumpy, it's bumpy, and your driveway is dumpy. Call R.D. and Sons Paving. They've been paving since 1959. Driveways, walkways, stone and gravel, repairs too. They beat competitor prices. R.D. and Sons Paving, 386-302-3406. Do you have a fundraiser or charity event you need everybody to know about? The Craig Flagler Palms Community Calendar can help you. Send the details of your community event to community at flaglerbroadcasting.com. That's community at flaglerbroadcasting.com. Free for all Friday, solving all the problems of the world, right, Bill Gallagher? Yes, sir. One at a time, straightening everybody out, trying to get a vote or two for Danko. Here, why? Here, I, I told you I was going to say something to make you mad. Right, can I, here, I'm going to catch you off guard. Get close to the microphone. We uh, make you're going to try to make me mad? Yeah, yeah I That's am. That's hard to do. All right, well, because we, I might get a good sound bite for Rich Carroll out of this. All right. Okay. You got to turn down the Christmas music then. Yeah, that's be true. Bad, so. Yeah, we want. There okay. Go, All right. Wild. We got to be serious here. Everybody be quiet. All right. You're vice mayor of the city of Palm Coast, right? Yes. Okay. And the city of Palm Coast has 80% of the population of Flagler County. That, that I'm told. Yes. So why are you running for a lesser position as a county commissioner? Well, you know, that's a good question. And a lot of folks have asked me that. And so I will just simply say, as you get older in life, and I am getting older, you have a sort of bucket list. And I've done four years, or I would have done four years by next November on city council. And I'm looking at my age, and I'm creeping up there. Um, not quite as old as you yet, David, but I'm getting close. And um, certainly much older than Brian here. 
And uh, you realize I want to do more things in my life before my time is up. So I've had this experience. It's been a great experience. I think I've done some good. I certainly have never voted to raise anyone's taxes. I'd rather drink antifreeze than vote to raise taxes. So now I want to bring that to the county level. And, um, you know, it's Palm Coast, we had a millage rate rollback this year, first time in a long, long, long time, but the county taxes went up. So I think I need to do a little bit of good for the entire county. Well, did you do damage to the Palm Coast taxpayers by doing a rollback, which cut, it didn't increase, you rolled it back, which took millions out of the budget. Yeah, millions that uh, we still, we can still survive on what we have. We have plenty of money. Um, and uh, more importantly, not only did I vote and kill that tax increase, but I also killed uh, sort of behind the scenes, helped kill the county's attempt to raise our sales tax, not one year in a row, but two years in a row, uh, an additional half percent. So I managed to kill that, and I managed to lead the charge to uh, make sure that you never got a franchise fee on your Florida Power and Light bill. That's 6%. That went away. And if anyone, any future council tries this, we're actually passing an ordinance that will require it goes on the ballot. Brian, so help I me. I think help I've done me, some good here. Help me come up with something to make Not Danko only that, mad. but I've given you great <laughs> sound bites along the way for your radio station. I want something and great more. great quotes for Brian. I need something more controversial than that. Yeah, that, that sounds that, like, that sounds like Brian, come on. Throw something mm -hmm. at him, will you? Go ahead. Um, Just like, really. I can't, I can't think of anything off the oh top my of my head. I mean, come on, take your best shot. <laughs> well, all right, we'll have you back. Well, do you, think right. the county, do you think the county commission is doing a good job? Well, you know, I, I think the county commission is doing an okay job. Um, that whole thing with, uh, with, with uh, Captain's Barbecue that took so many years, uh, I mean, looks like that wasn't handled too well from the beginning, unfortunately. I, I think they're, they're sort of solving it now, but it looks like it's costing us a lot of tax dollars, and I hate to see tax dollars wasted on things like that. I'd like to just see some common sense approach to dealing with some things. But I can assure you, once I'm elected to the county commission, it will be doing a fabulous job. Do you think you're out of line when you attack uh, Palm Coast City staff in a public meeting? No, I'm not out of line, and I have every right to question anyone that works for our city, for our taxpayers. Um, and um, What about the non-interference clause in the city charter? Yeah, you're not interfering by asking a question. You're in, you would be interfering by saying, say you were the head of a department and I went to you and I said, Brian, you need to do this. I can't do that. That's why we have a city manager. But I can certainly say, Brian, why did you do this? What were you thinking, you know, when you did this? So and, should you and, say that they are doing a bad job? No, I'm just saying everyone can be doing a better job. And then you're obviously now talking about these homes that have been built up like a, a castle in the sky next to other. I mean, we have a big problem here. I've gotten so many emails and, and so many photographs uh, from people who are experiencing that same thing, you know, where a house has been built too high. And we discover that we have nothing in our, in our building code that says you can only use so much fill. So you could put as much as you want, three feet of fill, and be this much higher than your neighbor. And where does water go? It rolls downhill. And right. I've seen so many people who, so many people have contacted me uh, and said, you know, after they built that house up on that hill, my yard's now being flooded. What do I do? And we, uh, we have to do something. Our city manager announced that we would be forming a task force, and I'm, I'm, they just, she just announced it. So I hope we do that. I hope we change our building codes. I hope we give, find some way to give some relief to people 
who have had their yards, their property, their home, their largest investment, their bank, you know, had their property damaged. And, and you know, I, I, I mean, this one woman was telling me that they wanted like three or $4,000 to put in drainage on her property now. And she's like, I'm on a fixed income. I can't throw that type of money away. So All it's right. a bad situation. So no, I can question I, can anybody. I, can I, I send might, you? I'm going to send you a bill. Can I on. send you a bill for this airtime? Uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, right. We're going to restart the segment. I will, I, will, I will forward it directly to the observer because I know Brian will pay it. <laughs> All right, hold on. We're going to restart our segment here, Christmas time. And we're going to go, Sarah, hang in there. We're not being rude to you. We're going to talk with Sarah Euless in the boat parade. But more than that, we have somebody out on a sailboat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean right now. Good morning. Oh, magic of radio. <laughs> Good morning, David. All right. You know, uh, you know Sarah Euless? I do. All right. Tell everybody who you are. This is Rosie with Rotary Club of Flagman Beach. I'm the chairperson of Project Share. All right, Roseanne Stocker, where are you exactly on a sailboat? And uh, where? And how's the weather? Um, yeah. um, it is. There's a small craft morning, and it's pretty dicey out here. We're approaching Anagata, which is one of the British Virgin Islands. And uh, if you saw the waves right now, you'd be like, "Hold on, Roseanne." Hey, can you uh, ta- <laughs> send me a photo? Well, yeah, I do want to see it. I love seeing that kind of stuff. Send me a photo of right, when you can. All right. I will. I'll send it to you as soon as we're done. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thank you for taking our call this morning because I want to talk about some of the Christmas stuff. We're going to go way over time, by the way, because we're not doing a show next week, so um, we're not going to cut everybody off here. And we also need to talk about the turkey run going on at the Daytona Speedway and all that. So bear with us here. But um, we were talking about um, you know giving to local charities and and watching out because there are national charities where eighty percent of what you give goes to paying administrative fees and people and all that kind of stuff. But I love your the charity that you started, Project Share, with the Flagler Beach Rotary Club. It's so heartwarming, and it helps so many kids in need here. And um, um, so if you could just – so tell us a little bit about it and, um, and how we can help. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much. I know you've been out there for our toy distribution, so you've seen it with your own eyes. Um, what we do, we've been doing uh, Project Share for 23 years. So Rotary Club of Flagler Beach is dedicated to helping the most vulnerable families in our area, but we can only do this with help from the community at large. So if you would like to help us and adopt a child in need this Christmas, there's two ways to do it. You can go choose a, a star off of one of our angel trees, Flagler Beach Publix on Route 100, Winn-Dixie on Route 100 near 95, and Woody's. Actually, Woody's also has a tree. And the Winn-Dixie on uh, Palm Coast Parkway. And cash donations are also, um, you know, we need that as well. Just when children are not adopted off the tree, we use that money to shop for those kids. Cut, you Two know, ways to help. And, you know, and, and one of the, by the way, I've been out to your Pearson thing. It's just incredibly, you know, there's a very poor area out there, just beautiful fern farms and, and all that, but just great people out there that just don't have a lot of money in their homes. And you go and make, um, how many years have you been doing? It's like, if you got to go see it, it's like an entire gymnasium jam packed with toys, but it's all, every family has a number on what they're getting because they're handpicked for the kids. 
that are in that family. So if there's a little girl or a teenage boy, whatever, you 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 put all the thought into it to give them the kind. And plus, they they ask, right? They it's a Santa list kind of thing. So it's it's so much work rather than just oh throw toys at somebody and, and say you did it. But the one um, aspect, Roseanne, that really got me was um, here. You said you're working with some of the elementary or the uh, middle schools because the teenagers really get lost. I mean, what a transitional time in life anyway. And um, what do you buy a teenager? Yes. Yep. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up because we do help the Pearson community, which is in Northwest, that large agricultural community where third-rate poverty levels are beyond the pale. But here in Flagler County, we're closely with the guidance departments, especially at Buddy Taylor Middle School and Matanzas High School. Many providers at Christmas do not accept the teenagers. They only take the younger kids because they're so easy to shop for. But Project Share adopts middle school and high school kids because we all know if we're parents that Christmas is very important to those kids as well. So you'll notice when you look at our trees at Publix and Winn-Dixie that we have a lot of teenagers on there, and that's why. And, you know, they're happy with the accessories that you would imagine, the belts, the wallets. Um, a lot of kids in Flagler County, believe it or not, have asked for blankets. So we have blankets and clothes and hoodies. Wireless headsets are popular this year. There's, they're always asking for cologne, watches, the typical teenage stuff. But if you can find it in your heart to take one of those older kids, those are always the toughest and one way or another, we make sure they're provided for. Uh, God love you. Um, so, okay, go to the Giving Tree at the Publix at uh, Flagler Beach, right? And, and Flagler Beach Publix or the Wind Dixie by, you know, by Woody's or the Wind Dixie up at um, Palm Coast Parkway. Right. And if you want to make a cash donation, you can go to FlaglerBeachRotary.org. That's FlaglerBeachRotary.org. And our address is also there if you prefer to mail a check instead of uh, making an online donation. All right. Either way, we just appreciate the support so much. We couldn't do it without it. All right. Well, we're happy to be there. I know Brian with The Observer um, gives good publicity. He's here as well. And um, so, all Thanks, right. Brian. Well, hey, um, well, how high are the seas right now where you are, Roseanne? Uh, six to eight feet and the wind 22 to 25 knots. What size boat are you on? Yeah, yeah. What kind of sailboat are you? Uh, on? It was forty-five foot. All right. Just my husband Thomas and me. So it's uh, so he's giving me looks while I'm down here on the phone. <laughs> like get up here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you better get on those sails right away. Bring okay. a bucket. We got to start bailing. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, be safe. Send me the picture if it's okay with you. The picture you send, I will. I'll, I'll post it on the uh, WNZF Facebook page so they can see. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, and just thanks everybody for the for the support and for helping us make Christmas dreams come true. All right, Roseanne Stocker and the Flagler Beach Rotary Club org. They have the information there. All right, take care. Be safe. All right. Okay. Um, we have uh, we're going over time here, so so what? Right. This is our radio station, and uh, I'll let Mark deal with ABC later and tell them why we missed their news coverage. But this is more important. Um, we have the coolest. Uh, holiday lighted Palm Coast boat parade in the world. And the woman that has taken this to the highest levels ever this year, Sarah Euless. Let me see. I should probably get this for you. There we go. 
All right, take it away. Tell you us shouldn't about have, David. T- tell us about the parade and uh, what's going on with it this well, year. Well, first of all, that applause should go to all the boaters who are participating in this this year. Last year at this time, we had 49 boats. Today, we have 65 at the moment. So we're trying. We're reaching for a goal of 100. We had 91 last year, and the, the enthusiasm and the excitement out there is just absolutely palpable. It's so. It's so ingratiating to see what people are doing and preparing for, and a lot of new people are coming in, and it's it's just a real thrill to be part of this. And I first of all I want to thank um, Flagler Broadcasting and David for giving us so much support, and you're broadcasting it live again. When we came to you six years ago, I said, and I just said, would you do it? And I had no idea that you would, and you did. So, and you're <laughs> continuing to do it. And Brian over there with. Palm Coast Observer, you've just been such a help, and you just put another press release in. And I think, would you like to tell us how many hits you got on that on something? Um, I don't know the number. I, I know I, I know I message it to you later, but there was tens of thousands of people that were you know looking at it on Facebook, which was really cool. And I know that it's uh, it had a huge uh, response. Um, so a lot of people are interested in sharing about the uh, the boat parade. It's pretty cool. Well, I think you said ninety one thousand. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> we'll go with 91,000. We'll go with 91. I'm happy right. with 91. It sounds 91. good. <laughs> so, and this year, we're going to work with the city of Palm Coast. Brittany um, is going to, they're going to do the video and coordinate it with the audio this year. Because last year, you did the video, and we were way downstream, and it uh, didn't make any sense. So, this year, we're together. We're going to be broadcasting it live with video and audio from under the bridge at the European Village there on the St. Joe Walkway. And so, that'll be, so people can watch it. They can watch it back. We'll record it. And we have fun with the play-by-play. This year, we have LaShaka Moore is going to be one of our co-hosts on it with the um, our new superintendent of schools. Brittany and her kid is going to also be on the team along with Rich Carroll and Kirk Keller. And we just sit there and have a good time. And make, and make. But, you know, the, the cool thing is, is that people in the condos have parties and they listen to us. I'm going to one this year. Oh, Last year, I was on a boat uh-huh. and it was great. This year, uh, we are going to go to a party at one of the condos that a friend of mine owns, and uh, oh, cool. I'm looking forward to doing that. So turn on the TV or turn on Cool yeah. 100.9 and, you know, just have Absolutely. a good time talking about it. Bill Gallagher, SolarFit, thank you for being one of the sponsors of the Lighted Boat Parade. Our pleasure. We'll be there for sure. Okay. Thank you So where do we go? Where do we park? How do, I know the Sheriff's Department is really involved in trying to keep sanity out of this here. So what's the, uh, what's the game plan? Why we have you here, Commander Lutz? We always have uh, two boats out there for the parade. We usually leads the parade and, and the tail end just to make sure everything's all right and safe. Okay, so where do we park? What's the best place to watch it from is what people want to know. Probably European Village or a house, <laughs> if you've okay. got a house on the Intercoastal. Now, we've lengthened it by a, about a mile this year. We're starting it at the northernmost uh, inlet, uh, Cochise Inlet, to the ICW, and there's a lot more room up there for all the boats to maneuver around and find their place. So and waterfront park, anywhere along the Intercoastal. Coastal St. Joe Water. We have, the city has agreed to give us two shuttle buses. They're going to be running continuously between 4 and 9 p.m. between the community center parking lot and the Daytona State uh, Beach, uh, Daytona State College uh, parking lot, too, and running people back and forth to uh, European Village, which seems to be the best drop off spot for it. So that should improve everybody's experience a lot. 
We've okay. always we've always gone to Waterfront Park, and last time I think it was a a good mile yeah to walk by the time I parked and got in there. But I've it was seen good people exercise. walking. Yeah. It's good exercise. But you're, <laughs> if you're if you're if you've got a lot of kids and you've got stuff to eat and things, you know, yeah. it's not so easy. So so I just saw that and I said, I've got to go to the city, and I did, and they responded beautifully, and we're so grateful to them and to the sheriff's department and Commander Reynolds and Commander Lutz and so many of you uh, other wonderful people who are making this a huge success and so when is it again it is december the 9th at 6 p.m saturday starts at dark basically six o'clock and how long would it last how long do you think it'll take for all those boats say you do get a hundred of them we don't know we really just don't know <laughs> last year we it was went very smoothly the year before we had some gaps there are people who just sort of mm. stopped their boats they i don't think they had registered we had a, a, more than 91 <laughs> we had much more than 91 we had a, over 100 but we had 91 officially registered boats and some boats just stopped and so there was a huge there were huge gaps and people thought the parade was over and they went home so <laughs> we hope right. not to have this last year they we, that didn't happen so i have a question looking outside at this lousy weather we're seeing mm. right now what happens if we have bad weather Had do you reschedule it or it, we always have a rain date the next day excellent and we announce that on uh, our website www.palmcoastyacht.com club.com and that is where we would like people to register if you haven't registered your boat yet now is the time and we always assign a number to each boat so that fly club broadcasting can easily easily identify them and call them out and explain mm -hmm. what who they are and what they're doing yeah and we call the uh, boat captains on the air live too so it's because like you know what's radio doing this oh there's some blue and red colors and there you know so we're, <laughs> we're actually calling the different boat captains as they go by and they're or, you know saying whatever they want to or putting their guest on and so it's it's entertaining to listen to and you know, it adds more to it if you are watching it you well, if you're watching it and you're you're tuned into the radio you can say oh that's that boat with the the turtle on top or the the snow globe or whatever it is yeah it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's easier. It's all easier for fun. and much more fun. Yeah. All right. That's why we like Palm Coast. Right? We just do fun stuff for any other reason just to have fun. Well, that's the point of the boat parade. No fees, no competition. It's just for the fun of it. And I, I call it Palm Coast giving itself a big hug. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, Sarah. And we'll be in touch with uh, with you and letting everybody know. So sign up your boat if you haven't yet. Where, how do they sign it up again real quick? Go to www.palmcoastyachtclub.com and click on register. Okay. And it's very easy. It takes you about a minute. All right. We got to wrap it up and get out of here. We're all going to do a quick thing uh, to the, uh, I promised we would for the uh, turkey run at Daytona at, uh, Speedway. But we'll do that. But before we got to leave here. Um, let's do some final words from Bill Gallagher, SolarFit, sponsor of the Lighted Boat Parade and um, talk show host here of Renewable Energy. So. I'd like to know if I could enter my kayak. Is that a little bit too uh, Sure. Is kayak coming on. Yes. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> With one, one solar light on one it. Light. Yes. <laughs> Register your boat. I'll be happy. All right, Bill, thank you. I appreciate you thank and you, coming in this morning on it. Uh, Commander Mike Lutz, thanks for uh, helping in all the men and women of the Sheriff's Department and keeping our community safe. Final words from you. Uh, thank you very much. And just everyone be careful out there, especially for the holidays, and everyone have a safe holiday season. All right. Vice Mayor Ed Danko. I, I'm speechless. I have no words left, David. You've taken all the, those words out of me. Seriously, though, I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, 
We're into the holiday season. I'm looking forward to your party here at WNZF Radio. I got an invitation to that. So um, that's about it. All right, Brian McMillan. I'm looking forward to supporting the Josh Gru- Josh Cruz Foundation. The the gala is so it's a great thing helping support support creative writing in the community. And again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody as well. All right, take care. Be safe. On the line is Jay Crittens, Operation Manager for the 50th Annual Daytona Turkey Run, a Thanksgiving tradition. Now, it's the largest combined car show and swap meet in the U.S. It's a four-day show that kicks off Thanksgiving Day at the Daytona International Speedway and runs through Sunday, November 26th. Jay, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks a lot for having me, Dave. You know, I like talking turkey run. It's going to be a big one this year. This is our 50th. It's We're sh- really excited. It <laughs> sure is. Now, where are all these people coming from? You expect people from the regional area, but where are all these people coming from? We always joke. We actually put a thing out a, a couple of years ago to find out. We actually have people from all 50 states wow. of the United States, as well as a huge contingent from Europe. Uh, I'm talking Spain, Germany, Portugal, Belgium, Germany. They charter four flights to come over here because they love American muscle cars and just classic cars and plus we put on a pretty good party we're pretty proud of that and they come for that too oh yeah definitely now how many cars do you get at the show usually over over five thousand cars for show and sale whether you're looking for that dream car that you went to shop and admire we've got that covered too as well as 1300 swap meet vendors for every part you could ever imagine you would need for any automobile uh, arts and crafts all kinds of food and drink it's just a great time all right so the swap meet is huge of course now of course people think the turkey run car show it's a guy thing no, it really isn't. It's more of a family thing, isn't it? Absolutely. We've got something. We like to pride ourselves and say we got something for everybody. We've got the kids zone. We've got the arts and crafts area. We've got all the different kinds of food. On Saturday, November 25th from 12 to 4, we have the Hops and Hoods Beer Fest. You can get uh, four samples for five bucks or 10 samples for 10 bucks or for $35. Unlimited sampling. Please drive responsibly, of course. <laughs> 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 right. It's just it's just a great time and that's put on through us and our partners at SR Parat, which are just wonderful, wonderful people. So come on out and enjoy that and we've got some killer special guests this year, Dave, to All celebrate right. our 50th uh, anniversary. Yeah, tell us about those special guests. Uh, well, we've got uh, a Bad Chats coming back from Bad Chat Custom as well as Jolene will be there. We have the original 1966 coming back with us again. Batcopter from the original Batman series as well as the original Batmobile and the Batmobile bike and of course you may see batman running around in there somewhere joe and mandy martin from iron resurrection they're going to be back with us just on friday and saturday they'll be out in pro street alley that's out by the lake it's not hard to find just listen for that rumbling of those pro street cars they'll be out there with those folks partying up and having a good time doing some meet and greets and just all kinds of amazing stuff going on all weekend and we're just couldn't be happier and just praying for good weather because it's going to be a blast fantastic now i know with the thousands of people attending there's going to be thousands of cars that are out in the parking lot. Are you running shuttles again this year to take people from the parking lot up to the front gates? Absolutely. The shuttles be running and anything on the outside of the speedway that is on the speedway property uh, once again and always will remain free for parking. If you if you want a little bit of upgrade your service or if you know you're going to be buying some big parts, uh, we do offer the spectator infield parking. That's $25 a day. You can buy that online at turkeyrun.com as well as your spectator tickets. You can buy those right now on turkeyrun.com as well, but you can 
can buy a, a pass that'll let you come inside and park on the back stretch of the speedway on any of the four days of the show. So check out turkeyrun.com. We've got all the information on there. Don't forget about the nighttime activity that starts Wednesday night and goes through Saturday night, Turkey Run night. A lot of the Pro Street guys will be out there. That's a lot of food, fun, music. Just bring a lawn chair and set and enjoy and, and just have a good time with a bunch of car people. So It's very enjoyable. Now, Jay, uh, how does the show benefit the community? We are so proud that basically we take all the money that, that we make and a rent check from the Speedway and it all goes right back into the community once we pay our bills. Uh, we're up getting close to $18 million total now that we've given back in the community in the form of capital grants. And that's ball fields and grandstands and buses and computers and pools and pickleball courts and you name it here in the area. And people can come and ask for money and our commissioners review all that and then grant the request. And it's just so much fun to see all our hard work going right back in the community where we live and where our kids are growing up. It's amazing. Fantastic. Jay Gritton, Operations Manager for the 50th Annual Daytona Turkey Run at Thanksgiving Tradition. Daytona Speedway, Thanksgiving weekend. Hey, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Look forward to seeing you. Serving Flagler County for over a decade. WNZF, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM, and W235 CW Benel.